Hi guys, welcome to Dissecting Politics. I guess I'll start by introducing myself. My name is Ade. I'm a lawyer, strategist, and political analyst. And I guess for the sake of this podcast, I'll be putting on the cap of a political analyst. Um, so what, when, we, when I say dissecting politics, what we'll, be to, what we'll be doing is discussing the political matters as they are happening and trying to deconstruct the narratives to sieve away the propaganda from actual news items. You know, there's a lot of noise out there when it comes when it comes to the news because we are, of course, in a 24-hour news cycle. But we would be trying to separate the propaganda from actual news in order to be able to get to the root of these matters. Um, and by the way, this is my very first podcast, so thank you very, very much for listening. Let's try and keep a date every week. I will be producing an episode of this every week. Um, going into the main topic of discussion for today, we will be talking about the 2019 presidential elections going on in Nigeria. Now, I know there's been a lot of information and a lot of um, articles written about this, so this is not going to be an informative podcast. We're just going to be discussing the elections in general. Um, and so there are a number of candidates running for president this time around, quite a, quite a high number, if I might say. Um, but we will be mostly talking about the main contenders, the main challengers for the seats. Um, the major one, of course, being the president who's seeking re-election, President Muhammadu Buhari of the APC. Then we have um, the main challenger, the main contender, if we're using boxing terms, um, and that would be Alaji Atiku Abubakar of the PDP. And then we have people we call the third force now, the alternatives. Um, first of all, being uh, Fela Drotoe of the ANN, a motivational speaker. Then we have Kingsley Mogalu of the YPP, um, a brilliant economist, if I might add, who is bringing up some really good ideas, some interesting ideas. And um, I, I would like to give an honourable mention to um, Omolea Shore of the AAC, um, personally, I do not think he's a serious contender or candidate, but that's my personal opinion. But I do believe that he has raised topics that we should discuss in the public sphere. He has raised things that a lot of politicians have been afraid to raise, and I give him props for that. He's been courageous enough to bring these topics, these conversations to the forefront. And I would also like to mention Donald Duke of the SDP, who recently just got a Court of Appeal judgments affirming him as the SDP's um, presidential candidate. So basically, those are the main contenders and those are the main challengers and those are the main people running for presidency this time around. Um, up until a couple of days ago, Madame Obieze Kwesili of the ANCP, I believe it is, or the ACNP, I can't really remember. Um, was contesting along with the other alternative candidates, but she dropped out of the race. Um, what she said in her statement was she decided that it is better to seek a coalition amongst the third force candidates, the alternatives, and show Nigerians that they can all come together 
and Nigerians have an alternative rather than the PDP-APC dichotomy that we believe we do have. I thought that was good, personally. I thought, I thought that made sense. Um, but then her party released another statement in which it said that um, she wasn't being a serious candidate and that they had to drop her and now the party is endorsing President Buhari. I really do not know what to make of this. Um, it, 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 was, it was an interesting statement, really. Um, I believe it was. Because it was interesting how it played out. Let, let, let's just leave it at that. It was quite interesting how, how it played out. But if you want my personal opinion, here it is. I believe Madame Obi saw the way the party was running with her candidacy. I believe she saw where the party was heading with her candidacy and decided to leave them and save herself and her professional and political career rather than get sunk with the party. Because for the party to quickly endorse President Buhari right after she dropped her candidacy, I mean, there's something fishy there. There's something there. But anyway, that's that about them. Um, and then recently, uh, when I say recently, a couple of weeks ago, there was a presidential debate um, hosted by the NADG and the BON. I think that's the Broadcasting Organization of Nigeria. And it was aimed at um, bringing up the main contenders, the main contenders being President Buhari, Elijah Atiku Abubakar, Felad Durutoye, Kingsley Mogalu, and Madame Obiese Kwesali, to bring them together to debate their policies, their ideas, and to put forward their plans to, to fellow Nigerians and to say, this is why I should be your president. Now, I'll be honest, no one really expected President Buhari to attend. You know what? I'm being quite generous by saying no one really. No one expected President Buhari to attend that debate. It was a given. Even when he was the main challenger of uh, the then President Goodluck Jonathan, he did not appear at the debate. Not to talk of now that he's the president. So really, no one expected him to. So the main shock came when it was announced that Elijah Atiko Bubaka would not be attending the debate. I, I found it quite shocking and surprising because this was a man, for the purpose of this debate that I followed, and you know his trip to the US, there was a whole thing about that. And then it was like he's coming back early so he can attend the debates and he can present his ideas to Nigerians. Okay, he lands at the airport he goes to his house he changes it comes back to the transcorp he meets with the other candidates he shakes them he prepares he gets prepped he has a microphone <clears throat> excuse me he has a microphone put on him and he's backstage and just at the last minute he decides to chicken out now i use the word chicken out with a lot of respect for Elijah Babakar, but i do think that's what happened because what i think happened was he saw the caliber of people that were attending the debate that were present there and he believed he couldn't match up. Maybe he thought he would be a sort of pinata. Maybe he thought they would concentrate their attacks on him. But if you're contesting to be the number one citizen of my country, I want to hear from you. I want to hear you debate your ideas against those of other brilliant minds. Not just doing your campaign rallies where everyone is praising you and you're amongst people who are just, I wouldn't want to use the word psychophants, but people who are your supporters. No, I would want to hear your ideas being challenged and you being bold enough to say, actually, no, this is why my idea is better than yours and this is why my idea would work. I believe Elijah Atiku Abubakar uh, missed that chance. It, it, he, he really missed it. I mean, President Buhari being absent was not, was a given. And so I, as an independent voter, I wanted to hear what Elijah Atiku Abubakar had to say because I haven't been religiously following his campaign. So this 
debates, which was promoted heavily by the PDP, by the way. So all that talk of, um, you know, preconditions of Buhari attending and the likes, that's just twisting the narrative after the fact. That's just propaganda. Let's be real. Your candidate decided not to attend because he felt he would be attacked and he couldn't face that. Now riddle me this, how is this different from the common president who feels the same way? Now granted, we can say that maybe President Buhari's, I mean, President Buhari cannot stand for so long under the harsh glare of the lights and being questioned. But that same sort of old style arrogance of, well, they can't choose apart from between the two of us, that really got to me. And, and I think it got to a lot of independent Nigerians because... You know, a lot of my friends were like, such arrogance is why they would vote for an alternative, for a third force. And as I said, it was just for Elijah Tikovuka to come and showcase his plans, but that did not happen. And they all had that same platform to do it. But moving on to the people who actually attended the debates and spoke, I thought they all did well. That's um, Kingsley Mogalu, Feladro Toy, and Madame Obi. But I can't help but notice that they all sort of had a similar platform. They were saying different things, but they were all sort of addressing the matters the same way, systematically getting to the root of the matter and telling us, talking to the points of education, empowerment, employment and youth being at the core of their candidacy. And I believe the moves being made to form a consensus candidate, I believe it's good. I believe it's good. It's a good thing coming. I believe it's a good thing coming. And speaking of the presidential elections, anyway... Talking about the um, campaigning, I mean, what is going on? I watched a campaign of a particular political party, party the other day. I would not mention the name. But all they did was insult the opponents, insult the opponents, praise themselves, and then say, we will give you road, lights, water, blah, blah, blah. Come on, we are in 2019. We need to do better. We need to demand better from our politicians. Now, I'm going to end this podcast with this. The elections are coming up. They're really quite um, soon. February 16 being the first, I believe. I will say this. You have a choice. You have plenty of choices. You do not have to choose between one or two. You don't have to choose between APC or PDP. If you believe you cannot sufficiently Defend your conscience in saying that I vote APC or PDP. Please vote your conscience. Vote your conscience because at the end of the day, you would be able to live with yourself and say, you know what? I voted my conscience. We have more choices out there, guys, ladies and gentlemen. We have far more choices out there than they would like to make us believe. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for your time. I hope you had a wonderful time. Um, and so see you again next week. Cheers. Mm-hmm.